Hey, we're Moans of the Day, and this is No Go. One, two, three, four! Everybody, welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every single Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I'm Molly. And I'm Philip. And today we're talking about No Go off of 1985's Too Tough to Die. This song was written by the Joey Ramone. Um, this is coming off their eighth studio album. Uh, they're still with Sire at this point. Yeah. Still going with Sire. Um, let's see. Richie Ramone's on this album. Mm-hmm. First time he's drumming with these guys. First taste of the rich. <laughs> First taste of the rich on what's wildly considered uh like one of their sorry, gotta remove a pillow here. One of their most rockinest albums. So yep. good on you, Rich. Yep. Um yeah, what what else? Do you wanna you wanna fling out some some flax? You know what? Let's fling out some flax. Yeah. Oh, first song category. Oh, please. Possibly disputable, but this feels like a party. Ooh, this, this feels like a party. This feels like a party to me. Yeah, okay. We don't often have many songs in the party genre. No, we really haven't. And I know in you don't while. want me to run down the list that I've totally committed a memory. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this feels like a party because he's it's Saturday night and he's ready to go and here we go. Here's the Is weird thing. I'm not even going to fight you on that Whoa, one. Whoa, it is weird. I'm just going to accept it. That day. Yeah. Uh, another weird thing. The number of times the Ramones played the song live. A big fat zero. Yeah, I buy that. You do? I do. I'm surprised by all your answers to this. Why do you buy that? Um, I thought they would have at least hammered this out once or twice. Interesting. I think it's because of the genre. Okay. Being a rockabilly song, essentially. Okay. I, I've been to a Ramon show. It just, that's not what they're doing. <laughs> that's not what they're doing. That's not what's happening up there. Okay. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah. I, I see that. Um, okay. Uh, it is the final track on Too Tough to Die. Yep. That's sort of worth noting. This yeah, is that al- is worth this noting. This is an album closer. This is how they, they left closed the it with a party. Hey! They closed it with a party. So if memory serves, I think the last Too Tough to Die song we covered was Mama's Boy, which was the beginning and now we're covering the end. So in a span of six or so songs, we've done the whole album. That's oh, it. that's interesting. Is there a story there? No. Oh. No. <laughs> I don't know. What do you mean? Well, Mama's Boy, and then at the it's like, at the beginning, it's a Mama's Boy, and then at the end, he's, he's going out. It's like a no-go, but he's going out twardy. Sure. Yeah, now you say it. Why is it called no-go? I guess because he's all... Actually, I wanted to get to that. Um, so it's called no-go, and pe- maybe part of why I'm confused is... The lyrics, mm-hmm. I didn't realize. So the lyrics are uh, beat, dead, burned out from the night before. Mm-hmm. But I have often misheard it as I'm eating that burger from the night before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating that burger from the night before. Like Which is totally in the scope it of seems, Ramon's lyrics anyway. So entirely That's possible. pretty funny. Okay. So I was legitimately surprised. But I was like, <laughs> Burgers aren't in here at all. They're not even eating any burgers anywhere in this song. Weird. So there's no. Oh, we're not gonna eat burgers. Any okay? Well, fine. Uh, yeah. So that Maybe was... it's assumed that they're eating burgers later. I mean, it is a party. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be burgers at the party. <laughs> burgers at the party. Um, do you have any more facts about this? Song? Oh gosh, let me see. Maybe. Um, I wanna I wanna give a shout out 
to our dream team who comes back to this one. That's right. We've got a new Tommy dream and team. Ed Stasium. Right. Back again, baby. So the scope of the band, the old dream team with Marky on drums. Yep. Tommy and Ed Stasium. Slight change, but they get with Richie new, on drums they now. Get, they get Richie as drummer, and they. Bring so maybe, back so maybe you're saying team. it's not a dream team because you think Marky's the dream team. I think there could be more than one dream team. Yeah, I think Marky probably is the dream. Okay, I'm not saying I like Marky better better than Richie. I don't really okay. have a preference either way. I like them both, but Marky was around the longest, really. Sure. You know, so I would say he, if you're gonna pick okay, a dream, okay, team, that's the dream team, it's probably Marky. I mean, but. Yes. Okay, I agree. But I think that this is still Hall pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty close, pretty yeah. close. Right. So, so amazing. right away we're off to a good start. Yes. Just, just when we show up in the room, we haven't even recorded anything yet. We're doing we're fine. doing fine. Um, there wasn't many facts that I could find about this song. So what I did was I went a little farther on one of those Hall of Fame Dream Team members. Okay. Uh, I looked up information about Tommy. Love it. Because I don't know how much we've really talked about that guy. Yeah, we haven't really gone um, too deep in that hole yet. No, I mean, it gets mentioned every now and then, but he, yeah. Um, so just to to embarrass myself trying to pronounce his name, I was born uh, Tomas Erderly. I think that's how you say his name. I was born January 29th, 1949. Almost my birthday. Um, nice. But he was born in Budapest. Nice so. plug for your birthday. Thanks. I thought that's what we do here. That's yeah, what you totally. Do, like, every other episode. Totally. Uh, he was born in Budapest, Hungary. His parents were actually Holocaust survivors. Oof. Uh, and they immigrated uh, to the U.S. in 1957. So, like, it's funny to think about that with this, where it's like, oh, 1957 is like prime Elvis and Jerry Lee Lewis r- rock and roll, rock and roll type stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So he shows up and he's like, what's this about? Whoa! Um, he worked a lot before the Ramones and some interesting little tidbits on that, um, was, I didn't know he worked, uh, in the production of one of the Hendrix albums, uh, Band of Gypsies. It's one of the ones, not one of the, the big three, but it's okay. like, other ones. like, oh my God. So that's no slouch. Yeah. Uh, he was also a guitar. Let's put it this way. We've never worked on an album with. <laughs> not at all. Uh, he was a guitar player. Uh, and he played with Monty Melnick, the eventual tour manager, in a band called Butch. I love that name. Butch? Yeah. Okay. And then, this is worthwhile, I feel, looking up. Um, near the end of his life, uh, Tommy and Claudia Tienen, uh were in an alt-country punk bluegrass group called Uncle Monk. Huh. And I, listened I to definitely couple... want to go check that out. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they actually finished the album because he passed away. Yeah. But right. um, she was in, um, it's like The Specialists, I think is the name of the band. Uh, it's, it was an alternative band. And listening to them, it's like they sound like an alternative punk band. Yeah. But this is just two people, uh, her on a guitar, him on a mandolin, hmm. I think, playing songs that sound sort of like folk songs. And it's just hilarious to listen to and now i can't think i can't think of the song that i watched but what was interesting was and i know i'm I'm rambling and rambling what was interesting was it's like they're in a theater it's just the two of them and he says hey you know this is claudia and i'm tommy and uh we're gonna play you know like around the bend one two three four and it's like that's a ramones intro 
<laughs> he still like in a folksy Funny. way did yeah. the he did a one two three four and he just said what they're gonna do and they just did it yeah and there was no bs of other people well but yeah oh and uh cool. one last one last thing uh to tie from that shout out to uh the phoenix uh the newspaper from boston who reviewed uncle monk with the title gabba gabba hayride <laughs> so oh. a plus to you Nice, but yeah, that's love a little, it. just a little. We don't. I feel like we don't talk about Tommy enough. I loved all those Tommy facts that I didn't know before. Tom, 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 Tom. That's what um, I got. I loved that. That was yeah. really fun. Do you have any facts? Um, well, right into I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go a little. I mean, I love to do the album bits, but this album was one of their lowest ranking records on the Billboard 200. Yeah, which is ironic. Because most people consider this one of the their favorite mm-hmm. Ramones albums. Yeah, I didn't you know? really, I haven't really thought about that, but I guess you're right. Yeah, I mean, everybody's like, oh, this is the album where they came back, but like, this is an album that freaking tanked. Yeah. And maybe, I think at this point, Johnny didn't care. He's just like, let's just do what we want to do. And, mm-hmm. th- and maybe that thing that they want to do was more alienating yeah, to maybe. pop culture because maybe. it's like pop music and, but it's so funny because... When I hear this song, I'm like, this is a freaking Elvis song. <laughs> like, we were just talking about it before, yeah, yeah. but, like, now that you hear it, it's like, this is just, like, an Elvis Rockabilly song that they kind of, you know, like, amplified in their own way, but essentially... Remember what we were saying a couple weeks ago about, like, those codex key songs and makes you hear, re-hear everything else? Yeah. This did that for me going backwards. Uh-huh. Listening to this and hearing the Elvisness of it yeah. made me listen to the other songs to be like... Oh, he's kind of got that in there too. Yeah, not in every one, but a lot more than I thought it well, was. Well, this one is blatant. Like it's like, whoa! I feel like I'm yeah. in like Beach Bingo or whatever. Blanket Beach Bingo is that yeah. an Elvis Beach movie? Beach Blanket Bingo, or is, is that? Not. It's That's not. a Frankie. And, That's a Frankie and, and, and other one, Annette. Yes, and the other one, Frankie and <laughs> Frankie and the girl. <laughs> Frankie and the girl. Um. This is uh, written by Joey. Did we already say that? We absolutely did. I just got to say it again because Joey's I'm actually a little surprised it is written by him. Really? It always surprises me. I I think I can always tell which ones are written by Joey. Really? Yeah, he sticks to some pretty, like, particular genres. Yeah, but we don't have too many rockabilly genres. Yeah, but it's definitely of the same ilk of that 50s thing. Sure. You know, and I mean... I don't see Johnny writing this song. No, especially and Didi's like <laughs> in a whole other. Sure, Didi's <laughs> still... talking about rats and toilets and shit. <laughs> it's still, it's still. This still goes back to. I'm surprised they didn't play it live, because it's while while they don't often play the sort of swingy yeah. songs. It's like pretty that, jangly. It is pretty jangly, and uh, but I think a lot of that jangly comes from the drummer. So if I'm thinking, mm. if I'm trying to think. Like Johnny Ramone, which is basically like, I'm not playing that crap. I'm going to play what I want, the way I want. This one is like, you don't have to swing it. Richie will swing it. Uh-huh. All you got to do is like, bam, 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 bam. It's like, that's four notes. You can do four notes, right? I, I feel like they could have sold him on this, but they didn't. I mean, at this point, maybe they're just like, whatever. Even this al- if this album is so good and it didn't sell that well, yeah. what's the point? Yeah. But uh, I, don't I don't know. It still seems surprising to me that... I don't know if it, it doesn't fit my mold of him, but I need to expand my my horizons. Maybe, maybe I do. Maybe I do. Um, 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like this is like the song that starts off a James Dean car race. You know <laughs> okay, what I mean? Yeah. It's like there's a lot of that. girls in capri pants and... Beginning of the movie or end of the movie? Probably. Well, it's it's kind of like a happier song, so it's definitely the beginning. Like, nobody's died yet. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're going to go yeah. to the party. Oh, so this is the title sequence about... About people. teenagers. We're and... going to the party, but first I got to race that guy. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. And then they go to the party and they're like... Man, it seems like you always win. And then someone says, like, yeah, but you can't win them all. Someday something's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen to me. <laughs> and then eventually it does. But then he plays this song one more time when he does it as, like, a paraplegic. Yeah, but it's, re- it's like, slowed down. It's real sad now. I gotta go sad. <laughs> that's, I mean, why it's called, that's why it's called No, no go. go. Oh, cracked it. And nice. It, and it ends with him eating a burger from last night. <laughs> nice. Love it. Gotta eat that burger from the night before. Not before. Uh, Sputnikmusic.com said, Johnny has a lovely solo in this song. Sure. And you know what? He really does. Yeah. It's really lovely. If that's him, yes. You don't think it is? I think it could be him. I don't know, no. I might, my, I think it's I, unfair I to say Joey, or Joey, I think it's unfair to say Johnny never played, I mean, I think that might mm. be like an unfair sure. stereotype that he just, is incapable of playing any kind of solo ever. Actually, that's I mean, something... he's been playing guitar for a long freaking time, you I can't know? remember now where I heard it, but somebody said, somebody I read mentioned how it's not so much that Johnny couldn't do those things. It's just that he did not. He could, I mean, it's not that complicated. You could probably figure those out, but it's yeah. not like he just, he was, like you say, he was a, he held a guitar for 20 years. Yeah. He picked up something. He knows how to do a couple of things. Yeah. But it begs the question if they never played it live. Yeah. Then just skip the solo. Da, da, they did that da, for other things. Beep, beep, beep. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know. It just seems it's just seems weird to not, like, I guess it just, like you say, it doesn't fit the style they're going for. And that's and they knew what they were going for live, and that's their thing. But yeah, I mean, just, their live show is just, like, straight up punk rock. Yeah. But... I, again, and I think we just touched on this with needles and pins too. Like, there are some genres that I think for me I like when Ramones are wearing, and there's some genres where I'm like, ah, I can see how you're trying to do that thing, but maybe it's not my favorite. Okay, I love when they do this shit. Yeah, the I do. Type. Yeah, it's yeah. fun, and like because Joey is so ridiculous in his affectations. <laughs> yeah, it just makes it, it. It's it's borderline silly. I mean, really, if you sure. if you could somehow just take his vocals out of the song and just listen to his vocals, I bet this sounds ridiculous. <laughs> oh, yeah, like iso- those isolated yeah, vocals. Yeah, like thing. isolated vocals, but there's something real fun about it, yeah. you know? No, it works together, too. Yeah. Um, I like it, too, as a album closer. That there's something, I don't know, final about it in a way, and fun... It goes against our whole James Dean movie idea. Sure. But that, like, this feels like a finale or like a, what am I thinking of? An encore. Uh-huh, you know, yeah. that, like, oh, we're going to do one more quick, fast one and leave them clapping in their seats. Yeah. yeah. And then we're like, okay, well, we're doing this one. Yeah. And you can intro with the drums and it, it all kind of works as a piece um, along with the album. So, yeah. Um, I will give it a like, though. I'm only. Okay. I'm, I'm, why? Why? Why so stingy? I'm stingy I'm on love. it. I'm love. I'm not, not for everything, but for this one, I I do like this song. Um, I've never really loved it. It feels sometimes a little long to me. Okay. Um, in parts and the whole thing. Yeah. 
Um, but those are nitpicks. Uh, I still do really like it, and and I don't know, maybe I'm upset that it isn't about that burger thing, but I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> At the end of the day, you just couldn't get over that and burger I, thing. No, but I'm, I'm, that's a, I'm joking. Um, but no, I just... It, it just doesn't feel like a love to me exactly. Not huh. like... Not like some other. I, I guess I'm. I'm like. You'll know it when you see it, Molly. Yeah, I feel that to be true. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you? So, but I, I love this song. It? I mean, this is so. This is what I love about the Ramones. I mean, I like their other things too. I like a lot of things about Ramones, but I really do like when they're fun and you know. Sure. We're all gonna put on our bobby socks and we're gonna. <laughs> we're you know we're gonna hey ho let's go yeah you know what I mean like. It's uh, there. It's there. Let's they fly. can do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah. swing. Let's go. Let's go get into some trouble, kids. Like it's fun. So on that note, I think my most valuable will be Tommy. Okay. Because sort of the reasons you mentioned that, like they don't often do this genre. There is like a swing to it. There's a jingle jangle. Yeah. To it, and I could give it to Ed Stasium too, but I feel like I feel like Tommy's in there a little more, just as like. Those, I feel like he, with the history he had with the band, he could tell them no more than probably anybody else was going to. Yeah. So, or yes. It was like, yeah, you're doing this. Yeah. And we're going to close the album with it, and this is how it works. Yeah. And just, like, seeing things that way, I I think, I, I credit him with that steady hand. Okay. I mean, I have... No facts to discredit anything you've said. I know. That's what's because, beautiful about it. I because, just ramble on. I'm just an a-hole with a microphone. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to give my best MVP to Jory Ramon because he's, like, maybe the greatest human of all time. <laughs> but my, specifically, his vocalization on this is just insane. It is really good. It's fun. It's silly. It's fun. It is. You know, it's funny... There's something to be said. I don't know how many people, like when they first heard the album, you know, that they actually got it in 1985, they heard it was like, oh, it sounds like an Elvis thing. But I know I didn't. I thought it was a little weird. And when you listen to it, it has like the Elvis part, but then it also is his own with that, I want to go, uh, like that's, yeah. that's more that's him, him than anything yeah. else. And there's, yeah. So I get that. I mean, he's, he's was, all he over the place in this one, me. but not in a bad way, like in no. a way that's like. Yeah, what what is he gonna do next? What's up? What's he doing now? <laughs> what's he doing? Oh my! Let's go! Let's go! I mean, <laughs> he's a man that takes "Let's go, let's go" and makes it like so entertaining. You know, that's something. Yeah. Yeah. To not take to take something little and make it something big is yeah good. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, any last thoughts on this one? I don't Philip think I Motaz. have. I don't think I have any more rambly thoughts. Okay, great. There. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for joining us for No Go. And well, I guess one final thought. Do we have any other final thoughts on why it's called No Go other than our random hypothesis about this being in a movie that wasn't made? No. <laughs> um, No Go. Maybe it's called No Go. Yeah, stop the press here. Well, what, what is it? Why is it called the... No Go? Um, Maybe, you know, it's, it seems like any reason we're going to come up with could just as easily have been solved by a typo that should have been like called now go or yeah it's called it's well it says let's go oh oh you know uh oh no it's like all the things are there in different ways but never no go in the song yeah and i think just looking at the lyrics real quick um Uh that it's like it seems like last night he 
beat dead, burnt out from the night before. Right. It's like, there's no, I mean, I think this is what they do every night is that they go out and they party. And then the next day, it's like when you have a hangover and you wake up and you're like, oh my God, I'm never drinking again. And then somebody calls you and they're like, come on, we're going out. And you're like, no. Yeah, one more time. (laughs) And I think maybe that's where it's coming from. Okay. Yeah. But it seems so much like he's going. No, he's definitely going to go. But that's the whole point is that every night you say, I'm never drinking again. I'm not going out. And then every night you go out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a little remind. Maybe they wrote it as a reminder of themselves. Like next time, don't do it. I called the song no go. Yeah. Yeah. Forget you. I'm doing it. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Well, uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us again today. Please follow us on Twitter at Ramones Podcast uh, or Facebook at Ramones of the Day Podcast. And join us next time. We'll be discussing Now I Want to Be a Good Boy on Ramones of the Day. <laughs>